Welcome to Collector's Corner, the premier NFT art podcast. We help collectors gain and maintain their edge, all while appreciating amazing art. We're excited to help you in your collecting journey. Let's dive in. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Cornering the Market. I am P. I go by Aston Cloud Online. I'm joined with my co-host, Jared, who you may know as Jared underscore pause online or J underscore pause online. How are you doing today, my friend? I'm doing well. It's been a, a ball buster of a week, but finally coming up for air and excited for the weekend. Me too. Me too. It has been a crazy week over here as well. We've been doing a lot at Collector's Corner. Jared is working hard on the 8NAP fund, his digital asset fund. And we are, you know, it feels like the gen art world is not slowing down despite the bear market and everything else going on. So for anybody who's new, these cornering the market episodes, we do a weekly episode where we recap the gen art world and help you try to find good opportunities to collect out there and keep up with what's going on and what's new. Today is Friday, October 7th. This will be coming out tomorrow and we'll just look back on this week. These episodes are audio only. We will have it up on YouTube, uh, but there won't be any video there. Please like, subscribe, follow, comment. It really helps us. We really appreciate it. And let us know what you think. We're tweaking the format of this quite frequently to try to get you the most relevant content. So it's really helpful to know what you like and what you don't like. So with all that aside, let's go ahead and hop in. And in terms of tweaking the content, something that I wanted to do is really take you all through our process as we assess the market. And what, what do we do every week to keep up with it? And the idea is to share that with you. And in that vein, I would say the most important thing almost every week is to take a look at the macroeconomic picture. A lot of people have been asking me, are you buying art right now? And my answer is typically no. And it's not because there's not great art, but because the macro looks ugly. And I think in US dollar terms, I know a lot of people don't, but for those who do, you may realize that things could be getting cheaper in US dollar terms coming up. So two big things that I think people should keep an eye out for. One, next week on October 13th, which is a Thursday, we will get the next inflation read for the US. If that inflation is high, there is a chance that the market drops violently. So keep a lookout for that. Uh, I think it's even, you know, $1,000 Ethereum is on the table. Unlikely, but it's possible. And crypto price actions are still weak. You can see, yes, Ethereum's at like 1300 or so. Bitcoin is a little bit around 20,000, but it's just not able to stay up. There are not a lot of positive catalysts coming in the future. And just today in the US, the jobs report came out. And what that showed was that jobs, the economy actually looks pretty good, which you would think is a good thing, but it's not because that means the Federal Reserve has more room to increase rates, which is really what has been causing the drop in any risk assets. If a lot of that was gibberish to you, I'm sorry, but the takeaway here is really that there is not a lot of upside in the global macro economy right now, and that is likely to keep crypto and NFT prices low. So keep that in mind as you consider your strategy for investing in things where you do have to consider how much they cost. Anything you want to add to that, Jared? I know this is something that you follow as well, and then probably uh, even from a work standpoint, this impacts what you do in your day-to-day. Nothing to add. I, I would supplement it by by saying I, I think we're aligned in that sense. I'm patiently awaiting the next two to three months to see where things go. 
I, I have a grim belief of you know the the energy situation in the EU, and I think it will have a ripple effect. So, um, not trying to be a, a Debbie Downer, but uh, you know, just anxiously awaiting to see uh, what the future holds. So I'm, I'm being a little bit more cautious myself. Yeah, absolutely. And I think it's just something that everyone should take into context when they consider any investment, really anything, be buying real estate. And that certainly applies to NFTs. And I'm going to hop over to the crypto market cap. We haven't traditionally talked about this, but really quickly, Bitcoin is at 19,480. It's about flat over the last seven days. Ethereum is at 1328, about flat over the last seven days. So not a lot of change there. Working on getting you a full market cap for generative art. But for now, we are have been looking at different collections. Uh, we're starting with sort of the blue chip collections in Ethereum. And we try to see what, what has been moving. And uh, you know, then I'll throw it over to Jared to, to interpret some of the, the Tezos, the FX hash volume. But on Ethereum, Chromie squiggles continue to move. Floor price is about flat to 11, but 26 sales in the last seven days. Meridian have started moving, 10 sales. Price floor is still, actually it's up. It's at eight ether. It's up 4%. And then after that, we have nine sales of memories of Chilin. Price is up quite a bit there. Six uh, ether floor up over 50% from last week. And then uh, Edifice, there's some moving Edifice. That's uh, nine of those sold. Eight gazers sold seven pigments of, of uh, art, uh, sorry, pigments, and uh, four anti-cyclones. So we're seeing some some good movement here in the blue chips on Ethereum. Yeah, I think the two things that stood out to me is, one, we pointed out uh, the thin floor on memories last week, so kudos to us, something we've been tracking. And uh, number two, you know, of those squiggle sales, one of them was uh, a notable OTC sale, uh, by curated picked up a, a very rare um, ribbed a um, harmonic right a harmonic so it was uh you know I, it's good to see that not only floor pieces but uh, non-floor pieces are moving uh, I also think there are some recently uh, two ribbed or two excuse me two pipes sold so uh, and bolds recently so there there's definitely a lot of movement um, it's not just floor pieces uh, you know I, I I study squiggles ridiculously closely. A lot of resistance around that 12 ETH um, space. You know, there's a there's a pretty thin floor up until then, but 12 is going to hold pretty strong. And overall, like just seeing the price action, it, it's been, you know, for for it being a quote unquote bear, it it feels more more uh, more intentional, and people are are deploying dollars currently. And there have been a few releases that seem to have gotten good volume. Uh, you know, QQL continues to have pretty decent volume. I don't have the actual numbers in front of me there, but I know that those are moving. Floor prices are holding. So the interest in high-end gen art, if you will, is still quite strong from my read. Let's take a look at FX Hash, where we still have high-end art as well but have more of a breadth. You want to talk us through what we're seeing here? The last seven days of FX hash? 
Yeah, absolutely. Hot off the press, literally within the last couple hours, uh, Zancan's Garden Monoliths just had four huge sales for 25,000 Tez each, so a total of 100,000 Tez. I think it's a... Um, you know, it's an unfortunate situation for the previous owner uh, having to liquidate. Um, but, you know, you can look that up on on Twitter. I don't necessarily want to advocate for, for, for negativity, but uh, I had nothing but the best of wishes that go out to him. Uh, number two for the week is a project called September by T. Boswell. Wow. This did more volume than I thought. I mean, this this just came out. Yeah, just came out beautiful, beautiful artwork. It's really cool to see, um, I'll call it a relatively new artist to the space, get such a wide recognition and embrace. Super, super beautiful outputs. Uh, um, number three for the week with 13.3 thousand Tez is a uh, generative piece by Maxwell Inked. He's, a, he's an artist in a collaboration with uh, Twisty but an artist that I had followed and bought up some of his pieces previously. So it was really interesting to see him dabble into output uh, number. I'll speed up a little bit, but number four is, uh, you know, somebody that I'm absolutely enamored with. Yazid had a Herbert Frankie tribute release today. Um, and that was the irrational slash rational beauty, uh, beautiful outputs. In my opinion, I minted one and picked up a couple on the secondary then I'll just motor through it. Uh, five is Dragons by William Upon. Cool to see that one still coming up. Six is Bugged Forest by Zancan. And then um, Uninhabitable is one that I hadn't seen before. We, we can point folks towards this too. We'll torture you through all, all 15 yeah. of the top ones. Strikes me looking at this though, there's still a good mix of the well-regarded projects on FX Hash and newer ones that are popping up. Not only that, but, uh, you know, RGB came in um, with 7.7. So that's about three sales for that. So it's it's cool to see, to your point. It's it's new projects, old projects, new artists, established artists. Uh, it's uh, it's it's really a, uh, a cool mix. Yeah, getting a great variety. So folks, FX Hash, you can just go to their marketplace tab, see what's been going on here. When I take a look at the last 30 days volume, you're seeing a couple of the newer ones pop into the top 15 of the last 30 days. So that's also nice to see. Really notably, the September by T. Boswell. I'm, I mean, I saw this and I liked it. Maybe we'll highlight that as we transition over into interesting new art that is really still quite affordable, going back to the global macro situation early on. We want to try to highlight stuff that is not going to break your bank and perhaps you can still enjoy this wonderful art. So September by T Boswell, it, when did this launch? October 2nd. I did hear about it. I looked at it. I thought it looked nice. I thought I'd wait and see how the floors went. Floors at 140 Tez. That's actually pretty solid for five days later. And, uh, you know, I actually don't, do you know how to tell what it minted out at? I do not. Oh, there you go. Right there. 25 Tez. So that means it got down to 25 Tez. Wow. Uh, oh, and I'm sorry. I misspoke. The auction started on October 4th. So it was just a couple of days ago. So, wow, that's actually a really solid floor given what it came out at. So perhaps this is one to pick up and, you know, watch, see if you find some outputs that you like near the floor and, and grab some 
Did you get any of these, Jared? I didn't. I actually was, uh, I had, I think I had Fortez in my wallet when it was going out and I figured I'll just pick them up later and didn't realize it was, I thought it was beautiful art. Didn't realize it would run so much. Um, but yeah, yeah I, I unfortunately slept on it and, uh, the market is poking me in the eye for it. Well, you know, we can't be on it 24 seven, unfortunately, but we'll you know, catch them a little bit later. You had a few you wanted to highlight as well. You want to go ahead and point out some cool art that you've been seeing out there that is quite affordable. Yeah. Well, first off the, the irrational, rational beauty by Yazid is one that I absolutely would, uh, point out. I mean, literally just released today about, uh, three or four hours ago. So I think there's an interesting opportunity for around a hundred Tez, you know, to get a Yazid piece that is, you know, only one of 261 for a hundred Tez. I think there's an interesting opportunity there. Um, his pieces have proven to be pretty good long-term holds for something that's aesthetically pleasing. And the other one that uh, of note to me was Ip sketch uh, released sketch F and um, that was something that I thought was, it's really intriguing because, <clears throat> excuse me, you could only mint if you're a holder of his previous works, Sketch A through E. I, I think we both had a few of them, you know, a 600 piece project, but again, that's a pretty low barrier to entry. And, you know, for Ipsketch, who's, you know, our block stuff sells for significantly more Obviously, some people are taking profits uh, in the short term with the the free mint, you know, just dropping everything to the bottom line. But you know, I, I think that there's some beautiful work in there and and a really really attractive point of entry. I agree. So even if you don't have the eligibility to get it for free, my guess is there'll be quite a few of those that drop for uh, a lower price. I mean, actually, right now the the floor is twelve. And there are 66 listed for sale and some that look quite nice. So check that out. And if you are eligible for mint, take a look. You, you might have something waiting for you. Uh, there's also continuum. You want to mention this one? Minting that currently. Continuum is a, an addition, an open addition for the time being. You got about one more day left by Nick Sassoon. Uh, it's beautiful the way the animation, I mean, generally his pieces and the animation is amazing, but he's now experimenting with movement and, and trying to figure out how that patterning, it's a beautiful piece at 0.05 ETH. Uh, to me, this is a, a no brainer. It's, um, it's, I think a, a first in his exploration for a, a new style and, uh, you know, a very, very attractive entry point. So. Hopefully anybody who hears this can get it at 0.05. And if not, I'm sure the secondary will for the time being remain pretty close. I think so too. We'll, we'll put this in the show notes. Hopefully we'll get this out in time, but I'm sure the secondary will be robust as it always is quickly after releases occur. All right. Uh, a couple others that I wanted to highlight. This actually uh, was on my list of good recent releases. Um, and it was also on FX Ash. We'll keep going there. It's called ELO, uh, E L O by G. I don't know G P I T O M B O G P I Tombo. I guess is perhaps the way you pronounce it. It's really interesting art. 184 of these. It was released on. It was recently October 5th, so two days ago. 
Dutch auction. Um, unclear how low it got. Uh, I'm not quite sure. But yeah, I just really like the outputs. Floor is currently 54 Tez. It kind of has a very abstract, interesting, sketch-like look to me. Uh, had you seen these, Jared? I hadn't seen them, but very, very aesthetically pleasing. Yeah, they're really cool. They're really cool. And I want to check out this artist a little bit more. A lot of interesting new artists I'm able to discover here through FX Hash. And then I also wanted to note uh, Entangled by Tezumi, which was launched on 256 Art, which is a, a launch platform there. And uh, I really like these Entangled. They give me Zancan vibes, almost those kind of plotter vibes, as you can, if you check it out, again, there'll be no show notes. You'll see what I mean. I picked up one of these. They were, let's see what they're at right now. They're trading around like 0.05 Ether floor. So not very expensive, relatively speaking. Um, let me find this. But yes, Entangled by Tizumi, 0.05 Ether floor at the moment. And one of the and, ones that I'm looking in the, it mints in uh, two and a half days on FX hash is one called The Fire Within by Yin Wen Lin. He's a couple other previous artworks, but uh, this particular uh, output actually just uh, has, uh, there's only one, so to speak, but it, it's a Dutch auction that starts at 48 Tez and rests at 12. I could see myself uh, picking up a few, you know, again. Sorry, how, how did you find that, Jared? If you just go to the... Um, oh, you're just looking at upcoming stuff. that you Yeah, in, incoming. Yeah, there's a one called The Fire Within. I've seen the, a couple people talking about it just because uh, the 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 art is um really really it, it's honestly got some mapan vibes to me i hate to throw that out there but it, it looks really complex and it's just beautiful the way the the colors come in into play um yeah awesome well let me let me just highlight like a couple more that i found that are i think cheap and good um there is an addition by Zankan called Cradle, which I thought you would enjoy. Um, currently, they're at 490 Tez, so they're not cheap anymore, but it's an edition of only 80. And for a Zankan edition, that seems like a reasonable price. You actually probably know more about this than I do. Is this reasonable for an edition of 80 for Zankan? Yeah. I mean, I've been saying this for a long time. The Versum pieces of Zankan to me feel extremely underpriced. I mean, stuff that like you, the, the problem here is you can't buy them on objects. So you actually have to go to Versum and it's the only marketplace where they're available. So I think people who are accustomed to going to object, uh, myself included, uh, had to like, you have to retrain yourself to, to hop over to it. But I own the entire set. You know, there's uh, seven of them. I think that they are an incredible play. I mean, they range anywhere from uh, 80 all the way to a max of 250 editions, but you know, a low, the, the, the 500 edition called still life with meaning is at 95 Tez right now. I mean, there's a tremendous opportunity to get a lower supply Zancan at a really reasonable price. I mean, that's less than 150 bucks, you know, and then you can get prints and everything uh, through his website. But I, I think that the, the Versum pieces are, um, ridiculously underrated. I think that um, there's a couple in there that are just, uh, um, by and large, I feel all of them are very attractive um, and aesthetically appealing. 
they are i love the skyscraper one that's it's like amazing i'm a big fan of trees all right so let's move on to upcoming stuff you mentioned the fire within are there any others that you have your eye on for the coming week or further out not on fx hash uh, and then obviously they're kind of in a waiting pattern for um for art blocks right now so nothing uh i'm hoping to get caught up and and potentially <laughs> start start plotting some stuff out but um nothing else yeah well th- there's a couple coming up in art blocks that i think look pretty cool and we'll see how it goes uh, the departed by alexis andre that's coming out october 12th and then sandalia by melissa w october 17th so i think both of those could be interesting but other than that, I don't have too much. I do think it would be, you know, let's just talk about a few stories, things going on in the generative art world. I want to talk a little bit about Fontana, which was the latest Artblocks curated release. It launched on the 5th of October, and it has done quite well. 500 pieces. It's by Harvey Rayner. The floor price is, excuse me, losing my voice, one7 Minted out at about 0.46, I want to say. I can quickly double check that. But in that range, really, it's interesting to me for a couple of reasons. One, I believe, correct me if I'm wrong, Jared, but I believe this is the last Artblocks curated as we know it in in this series format. So Artblocks is shifting from having series one, series two, to more of a continuous release. So you'll still have curated projects in the sense that they go through their curation board, but it's just a little bit of a different format. And it sort of, I think for some people, signals the the shift in art blocks, like the end of an era, and now we're moving on to the next one and confers some level of collectability due to that. But in addition to that, I've heard that this is, so I don't know if you knew this, Jared, but they've done a really interesting thing where the palettes within the collection are the, the colors within the palette is generative. So in a lot of generative art, you may get one of 15, 20, 30, whatever palettes. But in this case, the actual color, the hues within the palette itself are also generated. So there's some randomness within, you could have the same palette, but they won't look the same color-wise because of that generative nature of it. And actually our friend Tin Bain was telling me about this today, which I hadn't realized. And as you know, we we spoke with Thomas Peterson a couple of days ago, and he also highlighted that he'd been waiting for this project for a long time as an artist. He, he knows the artist. He's probably seen some of the output, seen some of the code, perhaps. And he was really excited for this one. So perhaps there's something special here beyond that. I think right now it's being dominated a little bit by flippers, but I'm curious to hear your thoughts on this one. I think it's absolutely beautiful. In, in a very classic and simple way. I think I remember reading something about the the artist um, having more of like an engineering background and this being reminiscent of, you know, a, a, an integration of like shapes and colors and, and dimensionality. So I think it's beautiful. I uh, unfortunately slept on the this mint also. It's been an absolutely crazy week. I would have loved to have picked one or two up, but, um, you know, I'm not mad about it, but, you know, even, you know, when we talked to Thomas Lynn Peterson, you know, his admiration for it really sparked a, a renewed interest 
not that my my desire is dependent on other people's, but it's just you know it, it was suddenly sounded like he had been able to see a couple previews in advance and and was enthralled with it. So I'm anxious in a good way to dig into the project more. But you know when we looked at it last night, I think it was like two over two, two point three, two point four. Um, ETH. So like as you said, the flippers are starting to take profit. I'm waiting to see where it levels out at, and then. Um, you know, I, I'd love to support it and pick up a piece or two. Uh, I, I do think it is very beautiful art. Absolutely. And I, I wonder if it'll hold provenance as being the last curated, last in the curated series, which is a good question to you. Do you think that all of the curateds that have been out there will continue to do well? And the reason I think about this is, you know, I was privileged enough to speak with Leo Villarreal and talk about generative art earlier today. He has a new draw, uh, a new collection called Cosmic Bloom, which is a follow-up in some ways to Cosmic Reef, which was his art box curated. And so I took a look at it. I hadn't looked at it in a while. And the floor price is three. And I was kind of surprised, not because it's not deserving, but because I did, people don't talk about it that much, but it is an art box curated. Do you think that any curated could hold a lot of weight in the future just by virtue of being early and it being art blocks? I think that there's going to be an interesting collectability. So to be clear, art blocks curated will continue on. They're just ceasing the, the series designation. So right now there's series one through eight. It will just be more of a continuous process. Um, so I think that there will be some level of collectability. I think the intriguing part, because it's uh, it's from series one, it's like deconstructed elevation. There's only 200 of them. So best case scenario, there's only 200 full curated sets that would ever be able to be um, put together. Um, I don't think there are going to be that many uh, individuals who attempt to do that obviously with like fidenzas and ringers being ridiculously expensive to the average individual it will be hard so to answer your question i feel there will be series one collectors just because of the the provenance that it's the first series of the first you know generative art platform but um i do not see a huge premium in the long term for people, you know, maybe a museum does something so they can display it, but I, I think it will be a, a smaller subset of people who do it. I, I see more of like a series one day zero type uh, collections rather than, um, than an entire series. Cause that's just gotta be an astronomical amount of money. Yeah, I guess we'll see. I mean, here's what I would have to believe for any art blocks curated to accrue a lot of value in the future. I think art blocks brand needs to continue to grow or retain the amount of prominence it has in the space while the space grows. And I think that curated tag would have to continue to have a really high quality of outputs going forward. And I think if enough people like let me put it this way, if if art blocks is still the 800 pound gorilla in the room and we have a hundred times as many people interested in generative art, I could see a world where any of the curated series one through eight is just considered super valuable. Um, I don't know what kind of floor price that translates into, et cetera, but 
it does strike me that there seems to be a pretty high floor price here in, in a bear market for a lot of these curated series, more than I would have thought. Not because they're not deserving, but I didn't think, I guess there was still that much money in the space. Click into the activity. I'd be curious to see the frequency of sales, right? And I, and I think that that's something that... Maybe There's a lot of recent example. stuff. But like anything else, it seems like they go in runs, right? Like we, we mentioned Bent. We talk about Ipsketch before. If we take a look at Bent. Uh, oh, was oh no, sorry. It's Edifice we were talking about that recently had a bunch of sales and is now at a two ether floor. So Edifice, sorry, Edifice, another art blocks curated. This one by Ben Kovach. And, you know, in the last day we have five sales. And then before that it was a, you know, a week ago that we had five sales and pretty, you know, not that many sales in the last month in general. So it feels to me that, I don't know, I, I, I'm not making any predictions here, but I didn't even really think of it as a possibility that perhaps all of these early art blocks could end up retaining value and being worth more in the long run. And now I'm, I'm entertaining that possibility. I have no idea if it happens though. Yeah, I think I'm, I'm eager to see how it plays out. Honestly, I, I do think that there's some provenance there. I'm just curious to see what the, uh, what the premium is that, that it holds. I, I just, I think that the, the idea of collecting an entire set is, a very very big task financially for most people sorry jared i'm not talking about like an individual collecting a whole set it might just be somebody who barely scrapes enough to get one edifice and that's all they have but i wonder if as a whole these art blocks curated in these series end up having more value because they're historic they're a part of the art box series and now art box doesn't do that anymore i agree one single person buying every single one of them is going to be a lot but it doesn't take that for the whole thing for any individual collection to be worth a lot. I, I agree. And I think that there will be, there's, there's obviously provenance associated with art blocks and curated. Um, you, you see that just with a, anything that's released on FX hash versus art blocks. Um, and then your, your further question is like, what would a series one through eight have further enhancement? I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, I, I, I just get a sense that a little bit of that is happening now. And I don't have any evidence for that. But yeah, so any interesting news, gen art news you want to talk about? The 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 Garden Monolith cells, I think, is something that was like peak interest for me. Um, you know, the fact that Zankan is still commanding such a high premium relative to everything else on FX hash. I mean, he is above and beyond, you know, blowing everybody out of the water for for total accumulated volume. I think if you looked at all of his stuff, I'm guessing it's, you know, his four projects, Garden Monoliths, Bug Forest, Garden Monuments, three, sorry. Cumulative would be basically the rest of FX Hash so, or any other artist for sure. So I think... You know that that's top of mind for me when you start to to see gardenless garden monoliths moving. You start to see that um, you know the the floor is pretty thin. Obviously, it's still a big amount of money, but you know five available from that twenty six thousand to twenty nine thousand tes. Um, so and then then it gets like really erratic from there. There's just not much there in a two hundred and fifty five 
piece series, arguably some of them more attractive than others. You know, I think that this is, is going to prove out to be a, um, a good purchase uh, for, for anybody who can afford to hold on to such a prevalent piece. Um, the other thing that's top of mind is maybe I'm just fanboying it here, but I mean, Yazid just keeps producing great work, man. I'm, I'm going back and uh, trying to bid up a bunch of his FX hash work. Um, I think it's uh, the release today uh, was indicative of not only his, his passion for the space, obviously being a, a tribute to um, Herbert Frank, but I think that you know he's just he's he's dynamic in a very simplistic way, and it's uh, you know you see it in autom. I, I mean, I saw this, so this is top of mind, and why I'm so bullish on Yazid right now is you saw it happen with Mapon where uh, anticyclones ran and then it would pull up almost uh stubbornly the the floor of dragons even though arguably it's just as beautiful work you know i'm seeing automatism get a a a lot of attention and you're starting to see the the prices creep up on that and uh my operating ethos would then be that uh there will be some spill out into the fx hash works so just a little bit of like a, a random rant so to speak for this wonderful friday but it's you know, I think it's a. Uh, I'm seeing Yazid's name pop up, and just my intuition tells me that there's um, there's opportunity there. I don't know the exact play, but you know, I'm a big fan of hashed cities, hashed arcs. Please don't go outbid me. Uh, and I just think that there um, there's some beautiful work by Yazid that are. Yeah, I absolutely. He's great. You folks should go and check out Yazid. Yazid, I'm actually not even sure exactly how you pronounce his name, but he has really, really great stuff on there and uh, not not too much either, which is good. And so check him out and uh, take, take a look at Automatism as well, seeing that moving. Um, yeah, I don't really have too much in terms of news. Uh, probably have more for everybody next week. So I think we could go ahead and wrap that, Jared. Where can everybody find you? You can find me on Twitter at Jared underscore pause POZ. I'm in Discord at J underscore pause. And a, a shameless plug, the official launch date of the fund is November 1st, 8NAP Digital Asset Fund. So if you are interested in investing, DMs are open. I have quarterly uh, gated entrance. So uh, please contact me if you're interested. Excellent. Um, I am at ask them cloud online we are at collectors underscore xyz on twitter www.collectorscorner.xyz please follow us reach out to us let us know what you want to hear let us know what you're interested in thank you and we will see you next week thank you for tuning into collectors corner we hope you enjoyed this episode and you found it useful in your collecting journey Please check out our website, www.collectorscorner.xyz, for show notes and digital art galleries related to this episode. You can also follow us on Twitter, at collectors underscore XYZ. If you'd like to help us out, please leave us a five-star review on our website or your favorite podcasting platform and or leave some feedback on how we can do better. 
The Collector's Corner team and guests are not registered investment advisors. All views expressed on this podcast are personal opinions and are not specific inducements to make particular investments or investment strategies and should not be relied upon for investment decisions. This show is solely for informational and entertainment purposes only. Before making any financial decisions, please consult a professional.